My name is Dean Gashler. A good friend of mine told me, Dean, what you have here are emotional slices of life. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, today, uh, I'm really privileged to have a very, very dear friend of mine. Um, actually, we have uh, we've kind of uh, reignited our, our friendship yeah. after many years. Uh, I'm talking with Chris Burns today. As, an, as a matter of fact, I'm, uh, uh, we're, we're recording in he and his wife's uh, studio. And uh, we've, got a, we've really got a great story, but I'll introduce you to Chris and let him tell you a little bit about where we are in he and his wife's studio and how that came about. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, uh, Dean and I met, I think it was probably back in about 1997. Um, I was recently out of college and um, heard this fantastic music happening in the barbershop. So I went up to the barbershop to see what was going on, and there were the Dapper Dans. Uh, that was kind of my first meeting with them, and they're hanging out in the barbershop, laughing, telling stories, sleeping in the chair, and, and there was <laughs> Dean the whole time. You know, uh, it, was, it was really neat to see that slice of Disney life that I think everybody strives to create, but when you walk in and you see it, you just realize just how magical it is for the guests. You were in there cutting hair, and I remember the first little kid's haircut that, you, uh, that I saw you do was amazing and there you know you pull out the big scissors and you're making all these jokes and goofing around with his hair and then you know he gets the pixie dust at the end and it was just so fun to watch parents recording on the side and taking pictures and going this what is a an ordinary routine for most people going out and getting your hair cut you guys turned it into this whole production it was uh you know i mean you there's so much entertainment at disney and i know people you know, race to get to the next exciting ride. But really, it's those small moments that happen that when someone takes the time and makes their children and their family special, that's what I think I took the most out of in meeting you and seeing you in the barbershop. Um, just everything from the old school phone on the wall right. to the, the ring of the cash register actually have some recordings singing with the Dapper Dans uh, <laughs> up there. And in the background, I can hear you hitting, cashing out. <laughs> exactly. So it was uh, uh, my best friend Tyler and I, we talk about that all the time because we listen to that recording and we laugh because we know exactly where the ring is from the cash <laughs> register, right in the middle of that song. Right. And so we'll just stop and just go, ding, there it was. Yeah. Yeah, so, But yeah, I mean, uh, you just had such a positive influence on my life. And um, I love that you've just been this genuine guy all along and mm -hmm. people have kind of woven themselves in and out of your life. But I remember uh, the first time I realized that cast members can go to the actual barbershop to get a haircut and you cut my hair. And I remember we were talking and you, I don't even know if you remember this. You were talking to me about buying Disney stock. You're like, you know, since you work here, you should, you should purchase some Disney stock. You should get involved in the, you know, the stock purchase plan. And, and at that time, you're like, it's getting ready to split. It's a pretty high. It's getting ready to split. And that's my <laughs> retirement. I'm planning my retirement with Disney stock. And I was like, I got to write this stuff down. And I remember going home and talking to my parents and said, okay, I met the, I met the knowledgeable guy at Disney. It's the barber and he knows everything. And he said, I got to get some Disney stock. So, uh, that was just a fun story. I told my girlfriend at the time and my parents and they were laughing. They were like, how funny that you go to Disney. And, and... there'll be another ka-ching in the background. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, that was one of the first, um, that was the first haircut I got from you, but yeah. that was like one of the first memories I have of wow. you and the Dapper Dans. And even as somebody who was working at Disney, um, you always made me feel like I was part of the family. Um, I always hung out with the Dapper Dans because that was a job that I really wanted. And I wanted to be a part of that whole experience. And, you know, uh, from day one, 
it's hard to not picture the Dapper Dans and not picture them in the barbershop with you. That was just something that it's almost like, even though I was older, it was like, it feels like something I've always grown up with. Yeah, you know, it was the, you in the barbershop. The, the flip side to that coin, Chris, let me tell you, is that uh, when, I was, uh, when I was hired by Walt Disney World, I wanted one job, and that was to work in the Harmony Barbershop. When I uh, went to casting, I walked into casting unannounced, without a resume. The gentleman that interviewed me said, we don't hire resumes, we hire people. <laughs> Again, this was in 1991, mm. and they had an opening for a stylist in one of the uh, resorts, but I wanted to work at the Harmony Barbershop, and he searched his records and said they had not hired a barber in six years. Wow. He said, those guys keep the jobs forever. <laughs> they love the Harmony Barbershop so much as as, uh, as I did. And I remember about three weeks later, one of the barbers had to take a medical retirement, which created an opening for me. And they called me and um, offered me a position. And I... Um, walked into that barbershop not knowing much about Disney, but my education to what Disney was all about and how guests were to be treated and where what, what was important, I was blessed to learn this from the Dapper Dance. That was their hangout. Those guys were, um, were entertainers, extraordinaire. I, I don't know if this is 100% accurate, but I think that when... When uh, Disney opened in uh, 1971, that four dappers came out from Disneyland in California on a 90-day audition. They were going to see how the Dapper Dans would go over on Main Street USA in the Magic Kingdom. And that's getting close to 50 years ago now. Wow. And they're still there. Amazing, uh, some, yeah. Some 90-day contract. But, uh, I had heard the same thing. I had actually heard that Walt Disney, um, one of the things that he wanted was a barbershop quartet because he had fond memories of going to his neighborhood barber shop, and there were guys singing and hanging uh -huh. out. And I yeah. think uh, the story, the lore that I heard was that that's what he wanted to capture on Main Street was these, that that you know welcoming feeling of the barber shop. These guys were amazing, and they were the envy. Uh, I I knew nothing about uh, the barbershop quartet and the barbershop quartet society, and it's worldwide, and barbers are barbershop uh, singers from all over uh, the world would walk into that barbershop looking for the Dapper Dance. And that just, there was, uh, some days uh, it was, I remember one time there was a barbershop convention. The, the convention was in Miami and um, we had, that week we had a steady stream. It was, a, it was like a dozen guys a day. And the guys always took time to sing a song with the visiting Dapper. But these guys, were singing for a living. This is what they were doing. With the other guys, they were all uh, lawyers, plumbers. It didn't matter. These guys uh, sang barbershop just uh, as a hobby and uh, did it out of love. And these guys were doing it for a living. The envy uh, and and uh, this was amazing. I I I learned Disney from the Dapper Dance, and I'll give them full credit for the success that I had. I agree. I would I would put myself in that same category because when, I mean, I was out of college and uh, I was working there as an employee already, but as a cast member, but I knew that there was something more that I wanted. I wanted to be a Dapper Dan. Seeing them hang out, I, it, I kept watching them and going, how did they hire these four adult men to just 
goof around on the street <laughs> and they just always seemed like they were having the best time. And I was like, I want that job. And I actually was fortunate enough. Um, my career led me uh, to Japan for Disney and then I ended up in California and I became a Dapper Dan there for two years. Yeah. And uh, so I spent some time there and as they were kind of revamping the program there, but it was so great because I got to meet a lot of guys that had been there for many years, as well as a lot of the guys that were just starting out. And it was so fun to sit around and talk to them and, and tell stories. And they're like, oh, well, we have this one joke in our show and I don't really know where it came from. And I go, oh, let me tell you a story. <laughs> so over in in Florida, these are the, you know, the Dapper Dans here. And, you know, this, this is yeah, how the, yeah. the joke evolved from these yeah. goofballs out there on the street. Yep. And then I was fortunate enough to come back to Florida, uh, where I'm originally from, and be a Dapper Dan here. Right. So mm-hmm. I've had great experiences on both coasts. Yeah. And I attribute a lot of my... Uh, entertainment ability and the ability to be able to read a crowd and entertain a crowd based on those guys and the experiences that I got from them. Do you, do you want to hear the, the, the joke they used on me uh, <laughs> <laughs> more times than I can count? <laughs> they used to say uh, in, in, in part of their show, sometimes it was in the beginning, sometimes in the middle, sometimes at the end, the guys would say to the guests who came into the barbershop, they, they would say, have you met Dean? He's our barber. He's the only guy on the planet that we know that can light up a room by leaving it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds that, about right. That was one of the many, but uh, I was the punchline to many, many of their of their jokes, and, and, and I loved it. I, I, f- I felt that honored to be part of their routine and, and, and what they did. And they would, they would, oh my God, I, I can't. That's even... what I think is what's so unique about the Disney company as a whole, uh, a, a regular job, you being a barber in the barbershop would have been any sort of regular job, but having that entertainment value with those guys, um, it, and it doesn't happen to everybody. It was, it was something special about you that made that fun the guys knew they could goof around with you and they knew that you were lighthearted and you would gladly take being the butt of all their jokes because it made the show better and it made the guest interaction better and it's funny because what a regular job that would have been as just being a barber in the barber shop turned you in my opinion into an iconic person on main street so it's like I know that uh, you have so many great stories of being, you know, in charge of the Grand Marshal program. Yeah, but yeah. to me, you were Dean the Barber. I didn't even right. know your last name until, you know, pretty recent. <laughs> I was just like, Dean the Barber. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. But, but I love that because it it yeah. made you iconic in my mind. And I think a lot of people's mind because it was like Dean was always there in the barber shop. He was always a part of the fun. It was always a part of the show. And when the guys were wandering in and out as guests are there, you know, they're improving that interaction with the guests, but it's like you took a normal job and made it iconic. And I think that that's, that's, there are, you know, there are numerous people throughout the years that we can point our finger at and go, that person yeah. took a job, you know, a performing job or a desk job or whatever it was at Disney, but made them iconic because of how yeah. they did their job. And I think that that's one of the things that I see in you. You know, again, one of my most amazing <clears throat> rewards was, uh, we, uh, you and I both remember Bub Thomas, mm-hmm. and um, uh, the audience may not, but Bub was with the Dappers how many, 140 years or something yeah, like so that. that. He was one of the original he guys was that came one over. one of the original yeah. guys. That I think came. he was actually in charge of assembling the group of guys and I, bringing I think, them yeah, over. Yeah, Because he was very, a Dapper in California. Very instrumental, very instrumental bringing the Dapper Dans from California, uh, and... Uh, 
uh, of course, I met Bob, and uh, Bob was involved uh, in a, in an accident on his way to work one day. He was what eighty one or eighty two, something, something like that. His early eighties, I believe, was still working and uh, was involved in an accident that took his life. And I remember um, being uh, told about what had happened, how they told me. And uh, myself and, and the other barber were offered to close the barbershop if we wanted to that day. Uh, the Dapper Dans, of course, left for the day he was to have been working. And, and of course, they, uh, they were excused for the day. And uh, uh, the other barber and myself said, well, what do you think Bub would want? And I said, Bub would not want us to close this barbershop today. Mm -hmm. And we stayed. We stayed all day. This happened again early in the morning. The following day, the guys came in, and, and that normal, jovial place you've been talking about right. uh, was was pretty sad. And uh, Neil Tyree, dear friend of ours, um, said, guys, let's go out on the street and sing one for Bub. And they went out and sang a song. Now... Uh, Let's set this straight. I was probably in the barbershop maybe three years at that time, four years, something like that, maybe. Some of these guys had known Bub for, what, 25 years, sure. if not longer, and had sung with him, and it was like a brotherhood. And the guys came back in from singing the song. and I, I, I didn't have a, a, a guest in my chair at the time. And I remember saying to them, how did you guys do that? I said, I'm sitting here with a lump in my throat the size of a softball and tears swelling up in my eyes. You guys are out performing. How do you do that? And I said, I, I knew Bub a few years. You guys have known him forever. And I'm not even a Dapper Dan. Steve Culpepper looked at me and said, oh, yes, you are. Mm -hmm. And again, that was one of the biggest uh, the, the, the biggest compliments I've, I've, I'd ever had in my entire career. There was a, a culture that developed there that right, I don't right. think uh, has been matched in a lot of other areas. There's something that drew that group of guys and the barber shop. It was just a community, and it, it was, really worked like uh, a real small town barber shop would have worked. Really you know, so it's yeah. it's it's a community that was yeah. built that I just. And they, to this day, still try to foster that culture uh, right. with all the new guys that yeah. come in. It's like they learn the ways of the old guys. And, uh, you know, yeah. it's yeah. it's just nice to see that that culture is something that, you know, we're losing uh, some yeah. of the older Dapper Dans. I, I, I called it a brotherhood. Yeah. It was a brotherhood. These guys were were closer than brothers. Some of them, and like you said, we've lost a few of them here recently. And actually, that's kind of how you and I uh, Correct. We were at uh, Neil Tyree's at, funeral at his, at his service. Yeah, and and uh, we uh, we were kind of reunited. I'm glad you recognized me. I, I don't <laughs> Who's know. Who's that guy over there? I don't that, know. That's Dean the Barber. What is he doing? <laughs> Dean the Barber. Everybody knows Dean the Barber. Come on. What's his last but, name? No idea. <laughs> but anyway, this is kind of how um, us reuniting, and we become. Uh, we never stopped being friends, but we've we sort reconnected. Of re yeah. Reconnected after a number of years, you traveling the world and becoming <laughs> famous. And all yeah. that. And, if only. And and uh, and, uh, and Chris is very uh, uh, hands on and very responsible. Like I said, I'm I'm sitting in his studio right now. We're doing this, and and uh, we're we're hoping to keep 
some of this uh, to kind of keep this candle kind of burning. Don't yeah, you think? I think uh, one of the things that was so exciting to me about being a part of this project with you was I've always believed in you. And I think that the stories you are known as the storyteller. Yeah. And so to hear you tell your stories is something that I don't think should die off. I think it's something uh, people just have this affinity for Disney in general. And oh, yeah. there's so many things that you bring to the table that you know, not every person gets an yeah. opportunity to experience or to understand yeah. how that works. Even, you know, talking about talking with Lee or talking about a window on Main Street, there's so much lore that exists right. from Disney yeah. that you are now a part of that. And to be able to share that with people that wouldn't yeah. normally get an opportunity yeah. uh, to hear that. Again, I was just placed in this amazing, uh, when when I was offered the, the Grand Marshal uh, position, I, well, I was I auditioned for it or, or applied for it, I guess I should say, and uh, there, it took a little time because several other people were quite interested in trying <laughs> to be sure. the, the Grand Marshal. Coveted position. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, the gentleman who, who did it for the, for the uh, seven years that I uh, was in the barbershop was a, was a haircut customer. He told me that, uh, that he, uh, unfortunately, um, uh, developed lung cancer. Hmm. And uh, heavy smoker, put those cigarettes away, people. Right. And, and, uh, <laughs> Little he, PSA he, here. He, he told me that, yeah. And, uh, 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 and he said that he was taking, uh, it was was going to announce his retirement in a few weeks. And he said that uh, the company had asked for him. He said, I can't hire you. But he said, they've asked for a list of people. And I provided him a list of about six people. And you're on that list, Dane. And... Um, you're at the bottom, I, but you're I on had, the list. <laughs> I, had, I had told him that he had the only job on Main Street I'd leave the barbershop for. Mm. And um, so uh, that's how that sort of came about. And then, uh, um, uh, like I said, obviously was, was offered that position. But uh, when when the company was making up its mind, which took, which took a few weeks, um, my wife and I were having conversation, and I remember telling her, I said, you know, if I don't get the Grand Marshal position, that's okay, because I've never had a bad day at the barbershop. Mm, there you go. That was my, that was really my attitude toward that barbershop, was, uh, was I'd, I'd never had a bad, bad day there. That's yeah, great. So, yeah, so, it's yeah. just a lot of fond memories, and uh, yeah. I love it now because uh, I was, it was all still so new to me. Disney, in general, was new to me when I... Yeah. Uh, met you in 97 um and then recently a picture emerged of me singing with the dapper dans in the barbershop and it was the first time i'd ever even seen that picture and i'm like what wow. a great moment that was captured of my life that i was yeah. just kind of beginning my journey i hadn't been a dapper dan i barely knew anything about barbershop and then it has kind of changed the whole trajectory of my life i mean i've yeah. been a barbershopper for over i, I could have taken that picture yeah, exactly I, I, took, I took i took thousands of pictures sure for people would 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 hand me their camera to take i i must have again a dozen to 20 a, a day on on a regular basis Took took so many so many pictures and how uh, great that yeah. you just captured all and, these and moments. It's funny. For it's funny. One of the things you remember is is the the uh, little little guy's first haircuts. Yeah. That oh my gosh, this, uh, these kids would wait forever to come to Walt Disney World to get have that the Disney barber cut their hair. And uh, where else uh, can you go and get uh, the jokes the and time. get the Mickey Mouse, the, the, you know, the, haircutting the cloth, cloth, the cloth and yeah, you know, you get yeah. pixie dust and. 
You know, it's a yeah. it's an experience, and uh, you know, you're in an old yeah. style barber shop, and we. Uh, I, I actually was. Uh, they they came and took uh, some pictures of me, professional pictures of me, when uh, Tokyo Disney uh, came out with a new brochure, and part of the main magic of Main Street was the barber shop, and my picture ended up in that brochure. Wow! That was handed out to, and and one day I had a I had a lady walk into the barber shop, and. Uh, from Japan, and she had that brochure, and she said, "Is this you?" <laughs> and she had me autograph that picture. Wow! And she she turned and she said to me, and I'm I'm not making fun of her accent, but she said, "You're very famous in Japan." <laughs> so, I bet. Yeah. Uh, they pay attention. I mean, I was uh, uh, when I was in Japan. I feel like did they close the barbershop in Japan? I I don't. Even though I was in the barbershop in at, at Disneyland Paris, but was the, yeah, there's a quartet over there. Roger Roscoe's over there a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, they had uh, they don't have a Dapper Dan quartet there. Um, oh, they don't. The, our guys went over there and did a short contract there for the opening. Um, they've had other quartets out there performing, but oh, okay. not a barbershop quartet in that traditional sense. I see. I see. Um, and I know that as I worked at Tokyo for a couple years and. Um, I know that there was a barbershop downstairs. <laughs> so uh -huh, I would yeah. go to like the cast member barbershop. So there was, you know, three or four chairs and it was just a very standard right. barbershop. Yeah. But I remember going there, but I don't remember if they actually had one on in their main street or I, I, in the I'm, park. I've there. never been to, to Japan, but uh, like I said, I, I actually have pictures of me sitting in the barbershop, very, very similar to the Harmony Barbershop on sure. Main Street, uh, the one at, uh, at Disneyland Paris. So anyway. That's so great. Very, yeah. very See, cool, and that, but... now you're iconic. I told you. You're, you're in brochures everywhere. <laughs> in parks but, that may or may not even have a barbershop. That's, so. that's true. That's true. But uh, that, that was, uh, again, that's that Disney magic, and it's just, it's just everywhere. It's you just know what everywhere. I find really funny? Um, I dated a girl from the UK, and we worked in Tokyo together. And she said, I just don't understand Americans and their fascination with Disney. She's like, you know, I just needed a job, and they hired me. I'm a dancer. Here we go. Um, she's like, it pays good. I get to go to Japan. I get paid. Um, and then it's so funny because one day on her off day, she decided she's going to go with some friends and go into the park. And... Uh, she came home that day and her whole demeanor had changed. She's like, oh my gosh, Cinderella was up on the, on the float and she <laughs> winked at me and she waved and, and, uh, you know, it was just so funny because, you know, there were a lot of foreigners. I was over there tap dancing and playing the drums. So it was like, I was working in the park over there. So I knew what she was talking about. She was a dancer in the park. So it's like, yes, you go out there as a dancer and you're making these great memories and kids are smiling from ear to ear. And I'm out there drumming or tap dancing. And I said, but the funny thing is, you know, it just happened to be my off day. I wasn't there with you. Uh, you were in the park experiencing it, but it's like, even when you work there, you can see it from a kid's eyes. You know, you see you're blown away by how majestic the castle is and how, exactly. you know, all the experiences and the colors of the floats as they go by and just how welcoming all the, yeah. you know, the cast members are and the entertainment. And it's, it's really a neat experience. It was funny to see her come in from this real hard, ah, that's silly, that Disney stuff, but then walk away with feeling like she was a little kid. You know, she, she bought was... Mickey Mouse ears and all the whole Kids nine yards. Ages, yeah. yeah. And it, yeah. it's, it's yeah. something that I think, um, helps people feel special and i think that that's important i remember watching um way back 
the wonderful world of, of color when Disney, mm-hmm. I watched a lot of Disney in black and white. Yes, I'm old. <laughs> but, uh, but, I don't remember uh, those days, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember when it was the wonderful world of color and I, 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 I didn't even realize it, but I had Disney dreams then. I, I, I would hoped one day that I could see Disneyland in California. And um, I was I grew up on a small farm in West Central Kansas and just thought, wow, if I could just ever see Disneyland and was privileged to visit Disneyland three or four times, uh, like I said, been to Paris uh, and then obviously end up working and, and being part of the Disney magic uh, with with guests and, and making magic and people wanting my picture and people let's right. say, hey Disney barber get over here you know come on you just cut my son's hair for the very first time get in a picture <laughs> and uh, it was just it was just amazing yeah. it's just amazing to and be, it's it's be great a, that we don't take it we don't take it for granted never that we t- live 15 minutes away because oh. someone from England will spend thousands, thousands. of dollars just right. traveling here right to get here to yeah. be in the place that we live every stand day and stand in line in 100 degree heat <laughs> <laughs> and, and for but I think that's very, very important uh, that I never took my job for granted. My, I, I was privileged to put that name tag. I remember when we went to, uh, when I went to traditions class. And the was that le- when it was three days long? That was when it was three days yeah. long. Yeah, th- traditions class was three days long. And when we were, we were handed out our name tags, the instructor said, Something there's something different about you now. The way people look at you, because you're 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 working, uh, you're working for Disney. I remember when I was on the steps of Main Street, uh, one day on the steps of City Hall on Main Street, Town Square. This lady walked up to me, and I'm a I'm a cast member, and she said, uh, she said, would you watch my son for a few minutes while I go into City Hall, and her son uh, has, was Down syndrome. He was in a wheelchair. And I said, ma'am, there's a ramp right there. You can take him right along with you. And she said, no, you don't understand. <laughs> He's fixed on going to the rides. And I have to get something. And uh, would you mind just... And she, I said, of course. She, he said, he'll tear the roof off that place if I take him in. I, <laughs> sure. I said, okay, okay. Let's, let's do that then. <laughs> let's, keep, let's keep him out here. And uh, she uh, she went over to his wheelchair and said, uh, Johnny, what, whatever his name was, um, Mr. Dean is going to stay here with you. I'll be right back. And he looked up at her and he said, okay. And so I stood there for, it took her three or four or five minutes. And uh, I said, you know, who's your favorite? And he said, I like Pluto. And we were visiting back and forth and just didn't end up time just, you know. But uh, she comes back, and she says, you need to know this. I said, this is the first time he and I are traveling together mm. by ourselves. My mother told me not to come because um, he would be too much to handle. And I said, no, my friends will be helping me. And she says, my mother looked at me and said, your friends? I said, yeah, the cast members. They'll help me. And but. They walked away. Where where would you leave your child with a total? I was a, <laughs> yeah. I was a total stranger. Absolutely, I was a total stranger. She had never met me. I'd never her son had never met me. And she said, "Here, watch my kid for, watch my child 
Watch my child for, for the most important thing I have in my world, and right. you, where, I'll let you watch him. <laughs> think, think about where, where would you go to the airport today? And let your, let somebody watch your child. Uh, maybe I was thinking maybe somewhere at church. Maybe if you could be, yeah, could be maybe someone that you knew from a church or something. But again, you would know this. But uh, not too many places like at the mall. Or, sure. Or, or, yeah. Where would you go today with your child? And say, here, watch, watch my, watch my son for a few minutes, right? And yeah. walk away and feel good, sure. And know that your child's going to be taken care of, and you know, uh, eyes are going to be on that person, and you so, know, uh, yeah. And I think that that was what that lady said was my my instructor that day, when I put that name tag on, she looked at me differently, because I was part of Disney. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? They've created an amazing culture that I, I think it is amazing. has set the standard. It's the gold standard for I, businesses. I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I I went to, back to visit my my hometown in West Central Kansas. Again, it's a town of eighteen hundred people, um, a very small town. But uh, my my mother and father uh, lived their entire lives in this this little area didn't travel much were too busy raising their children and everything and when i would when I, still when i go back to my hometown it's this is the guy that that left ellis kansas and went to walt disney world and worked at disney world he's the guy from disney that mm. that disney guy not that that disney barber that disney that guy from disney and it's 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 almost a hero's welcome you know? sure so yeah i go i go go back there it's an amazing amazing just uh, what uh, uh, the association and 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 again i never ever ever uh, took advantage of the situation or thought you know took it for granted of being part of that just right. just a part of that that culture if you will so anyway it's all good it's yes. all good so Anyway, all good? Yes, wow. sir. Amazing. Thanks for the time. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Burns, an amazing young man. Um, great stories. I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you. Thanks, Steve.